0: Welcome to Factor Magri, dedicated to New Zealand's primary industry. Each week, I talk with farmers and producers, the science community, industry, and policy makers to hear their stories and expert opinions on matters relevant to both our rural and our urban communities. Well, COVID continues to cause problems for us all here in New Zealand. Supply chains continue to be disrupted. Tourism is a dead duck. And since the pandemic first closed our borders, 90,000 jobs have been lost in the tourism sector and tens of billions of dollars in revenue. Aside from supply chain issues by and large farmers lives have not changed a huge amount. They are out there getting the job done, supplying food. But what happens if COVID makes its way inside the farm gate? The key I believe is not to sit there and say it won't happen. That is not great planning. The key is to create a plan. Farmers you should talk to your staff family and anyone else who could be impacted this could include contractors and neighbors how will stock be managed and cared for should key people contract covid and become ill these are all things you should be planning discussing and documenting should the worst happen beef and lamb has some good information and planning advice for covid on their website if you need some help whilst there are plenty of negative stories on how certain sectors of the economy have been gutted there are of course good stories and many good stories can be found in the farming sector i've talked a lot about technology and how it is helping new zealand farmers get ahead on many levels bitter is another major player in the online livestock trading environment and i have liam beatty the general manager joining me to discuss how the business is getting on in a dynamic and fast developing space Let's check in with him now. Hello, Liam. Thank you for having a chat with me today.
1: Uh, thanks for having me, Gus.
0: Basically, tell me about the work that you do.
1: So Bid is an online livestock auctions platform. We offer a range of livestock um, auction solutions. So we've got uh, primarily three different formats. So, so one is our 100% online um, solution, which is effectively a countdown timer on each lot and um, any late bids uh, cause an extension in the timer and um, you roll on from there. The the others that have um, certainly probably been making the most noise lately is our, our hybrid um, format, which is uh, an on-farm live stream with an auctioneer, so very much a traditional auction performance with, uh, with bidder being the, the online platform and we our team on site relay those online bids. Um, finally, the, the, the last format is our sale yard format. So um, this one kicked off in July with uh, live streaming the fielding store cattle sale and um, yeah. we're now up to five sale yards around the North Island each week. So that's, that's a bit, bit, bit about what we do. Um, we're, we're a 100% subsidiary of PGG rights and um, we're basically set up to build on the relationship of between agents and farmers, and just provide them provide them with more choices as, as buyers and sellers. Yeah, cool. Um, and you've just touched on this a bit, but
0: if you expand a bit more, how does Bitter um, actually work? And, and what are the benefits compared to traditional trading methods, like a farmer he- heading along to sale
1: yards, for example? Yes, yeah, so, so, so sale yards are a pretty good good example. Um, I, I guess for us, we're set by us being there and live streaming from that sale yard, we're essentially breaking down barriers to travel for people to to attend those sales across the country. So, um, it's not unusual for us to see um, people in the Waikato jumping online uh, on a Friday afternoon and buying buying stock from Fielding. Mm. Obviously, saves them uh, a lot of travel, a lot of um, a lot of time on the road. And I suspect, with you know fuel being two dollars fifty a litre, it's um, not a bad little cost saving there. I think, I think probably the main thing is that it's um, it's not really an either or decision. Um, that we we hear a uh, bitter is not it's not saying have it um, your traditional channel or online. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that bidder can sort of add value to to your existing channels. So, in terms of your your traditional paddock sales, uh, is exposing that stock to a national audience. So it's still utilizing the traditional relationship with your livestock agents. Um, and if you think about it, we're putting a, an auction format to a Sale that might have been by a tender, um, but it's also sort of sharing that information um, online because the agents will be putting up you know assessments or videos, so you actually get a lot more detail, a lot lot richer detail than you might get with a traditional phone call um, or you know just a simple stock quote. So, um, we're trying to you know sort of really expose that and help market the stock for both um, farmers and, and stock agents,
0: sure. And in terms of buyers ensuring quality of the stock they are purchasing. How is this managed as it can be difficult managing expectations when buyers are not physically able to view
1: stock, for example? Yeah, so, so we've we've got a, a really strong presence in the stud stock market so, so in that regard, um, you know, there's a wealth of genetics and breeding data uh, for the animals, so we don't require so much an, an assessment of animal condition in that respect. It's, you know, there's a catalogue that's produced and, you know, for the breeders it's really about helping them market their stud and um and with their branding so a lot of people would have confidence in buying you know from if they've bought from the same stud for 10 years then they know the quality they can get because they trust that that Mm. um that breeder and um and trust the the stock agent that's helping market the sale um for for our on for our online sales or the you know the sales that aren't don't come with a, a catalog uh we do require assessment of that livestock by um a livestock agent so that is you know we've got a minimum requirement of information to populate with videos and photos to help overcome that fear of people buying online and not being sure about what they're going to get mm-hmm. um so you know the, the agents involved from start to finish um and as it is today they currently get phone calls from people who are looking online and interested in the stock um so it doesn't really cut out that that traditional sort of communication channel yeah okay um, for, for for the sale yards it's obviously not practical to have that assessment Mm. But um, we've got multiple cameras running, so it gives the best possible um, display of condition um, mm. for, mm. for pe- people buying online.
0: Yeah, sure. How many reps has Bitter got um, on the ground now? And I'm assuming they sort of dovetail quite nicely into the wider PGG rights and uh, network of agents.
1: Yeah, so so what we've got, we've got five in our sales team, so two in the North Island, two in the South Island, mm. and our national manager in, in the Hawke's Bay. Mm. Um so we've also trained up uh, sale yard staff at the at the yards across the country. So they go there and operate that that day after, and they're running our platform um, with, with the training that we've provided. Where it comes to dovetailing into the agents, it's it's that our bidder team will quite often be in the car with, with the agents when they go mm-hmm. out to see the vendors because in, in, in large part, the stock agents may know a bit about bidder or they've seen bitter at the sale, but they actually don't know um, how we actually operate on the day, or can you actually get connectivity, internet connection, out mm. in the um, on on farm at that location? So it's very much a, a learning exercise, and and we come along to to answer those questions that the that the farmers might have, mm. um, and we go from there. Has there been any sort of
0: hesitancy from the livestock agents about a bidder, for example, encroaching and uh, on their territory as a thought?
1: Um, I think I think for a lot of them, there is a um, initial fear of the yep. unknown, um, mm. and particularly they might see it as um, as trying to replace them. Um, mm. It's when they actually see it in action, they actually figure it out how it can work for them mm. and how it can work for their clients. Mm. Um, that does dissipate, and it's just really a case of saying, um, you know, they might fear um, what's new, or maybe they see this technology coming in and they're not sure about how how they can use it, mm. and, and so. I think in some cases you do, you can have some reluctancy there. But as I say, it's it's almost a proof in the pudding. They, they need to sort of see it happen at a sale before they can get their head around it and start to think, you know, this would really work for my clients.
0: Yeah, sure. And is there a particular class of stock that is predominantly being traded through Bitter or is it all classes at this stage?
1: Uh, so it's all classes of stock. Yep. So, um, I mean, Bitter was built primarily as a trans- uh, trading platform for commercial lines of livestock. Yeah. Um, but as, as, Fate would have it with you know new online companies we've mm. pivoted a bit and, and generally speaking towards the genetics or stud stock market. Yeah. So it's a really good fit with um, maximizing exposure and branding for those vendors, mm. and that's that's sheep, beef, dairy, and deer. So yep. I think we're increasingly seeing more inf- um, interest from the dairy market and um, our sale yard formats, you know, proving particularly um, popular. Mm. It's, it's it's also probably interesting to see that how some vendors are using it. So for example, with the deer sales. We'll have um, vendors that will use our one hundred percent online auction mm. in July August for their hinds, but then they'll want to retain their on farm sale and so they use our hybrid format for their stag sales in december January so mm. it's um mm. quite quite interesting to see how the market innovates to to adopt the technology
0: yeah indeed and um, how's the uptake been with farmers? Are you seeing growth from from when you first launched
1: yeah so it was definitely um Slow, slow to start. Um, like anything new, it was mm. a case of you know who who wants to be the first to take the plunge. But yep. um, at the moment, we've, we've got a bit over six thousand users on the site, and and yeah, wow. like many like many online channels, you know, COVID has has helped sort of lift those numbers. Yeah, it has, has um, it? Yeah. Yeah. So so the growth of the the hybrid on farm sales has probably been the real. Sort of um, uh, the real shot in the arm for us mm. um you know with with the genetic space, and we, we hope to sort of make a bit more of a splash with um on-farm lamb sales and on-farm commercial cattle so mm. to, to give you to give you an idea the um the yard piece you know it was very new for some people but the, the appetite was actually out there for it as a case of we built it and a lot of people jumped on board yep. so it's not unusual for us to be at you know to cow, wellesford franklin mm. and get 20 to 25% of the bids yeah, okay. uh, being from online buyers um, yeah right so yeah with, with regards to selling online I guess you know as I see there is some hesitancy because it's, it's new and and who wants to be the first to take the plunge um, but I, I feel that um, you know the the way the world's progressed in the last couple of years yep. is that we might be at a tipping point um, we've actually got our first um solely online herd sale uh, coming up later this week. That's with um, PG Wrights in Southland. And, um, you know, we're really excited by that because it's always the case that we've been talking about how you could have open days for, for herd sales and, and run the auction online. And um, it's sort of coming to fruition. So the, the main thing for this here is that we've just sort of banged home the point that, um, you know, we're, we're an online platform that can you know really add value to, to the sale. Um, mm. And it's really up to to the farmer about what they feel would work for them. Yeah, um, and it's a bit of a learning journey as well.
0: Mm. And I think you're right. I think you know my sort of take on it is that COVID lockdowns and and the chaos that sort of seems to stem from that has really accelerated uh, the online development of platforms like this. I was always going to get there, but I think we're seeing a acceleration of the process, which is which is really interesting. Yeah, um, so I mean, mm. I, I
1: guess, I guess, um, I guess the the first lockdown, um, with all the macroeconomic challenges, you know, like um, supply chains just stopped and all of a sudden people weren't sure about it. Um, mm. all of a sudden, the second second time around, um, you know, people seem to adjust a lot a lot easier and mm. sort of seemed to be an end in sight that we could manage our way through it. Um, but it's pretty pretty exciting, um, to be in the online space at this point.
0: Yeah, I agree. How does Bitter differ from other players in the online selling space?
1: So, so I guess, uh, you know. First and foremost, that um, you know, we're building on the existing relationship that farmers have with, with stock agents. So, mm. you know, you've got the same names that you've been you know dealing with for years. Uh, yep. Likewise, everything gets charged through the same account you have. So, from a processing side, that life life's pretty simple. Mm. Um, and and I guess maybe one of the key selling points is that we're a we're a real time online auction platform. So it's not a quote or a tender. Um, it's that. You'll, there's a real opportunity for price discovery. It's um, the option starts. You know, it can be over and done with in a matter of minutes, um, and and you move on. So it's, I guess that's the way we're sort of selling it. Is that it's um, always online in real time.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, tell me, Liam, how's the market been this spring? Farmers must be relatively happy with returns. Yeah, I'd say they
1: would be. Um, I, I guess. You know, there's it's not often you have high milk prices, high beef prices and, and decent grass growth. So um yeah, I, I expect that when it comes to sort of adopting a new platform like that, you know, in a in a growth market, all of a sudden people were quite comfortable to to keep doing what they're doing and keep mm. doing what's traditional. And I think what what bit is sort of done there is that we're actually sort of just sort of feeding feeding on onto that. So yep. you know, with buyers across the North Island, you know, buying from sale yards, they can attend any auction without, you know, the click of the mouse. Um mm. So so all of a sudden that for them they've got if the market's very hot, they can sort of be a bit more selective around where they want to buy from. It's entirely up to them. So yeah. I guess we've had some we've had some fairly exceptional um in milk sales in the dairy space. Um mm. and some, some strong ram sales in the second year. And I guess the team now um while while it'd be nice to be winding down for Christmas, um we are gearing up for the stag sales that kick off um in a couple of weeks and, and through early January.
0: Yeah, of course those so stag sales and then there'll be a bit of a focus um, on calf sales, I guess.
1: Yeah, we've we've already taken a few bookings in for, for early March. Yeah, um, and and they'll start to to trickle in. Um, for us at the moment, you know, the the key thing is that we can sort of communicate the value that we are bring to some of these sales. So it is um, you know about just getting out there, having a presence on farm, um, and having a presence at the sales, so people can start to start to, you know, just change their way of thinking that actually, mm-hmm. hey, um, I can. I can, access, I can access this sale or I don't have to travel or um, I'm quite confident that hey, buying this stock from this agent who's gone out and, and assessed the cattle um, gives me that peace of mind to, to buy online.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Hey, look, um, really appreciate your time today. It's been great chatting.
1: No, good as gold. Thanks for having me.
0: There are so many advantages to trading livestock online and a couple of standouts are cost and time savings. And an advantage bidder has, as Liam said, is their service complements the already significant network of livestock agents around the country. The future is here for livestock trading and the uncertainty that COVID brings, well, you can rest assured that livestock trading will remain unaffected and farming will continue to march forward. Well, that's all for me this week. Thank you for listening and catch you next time.